Welcome to What Do You Believe? You're here because you're curious. I love asking people this question, what do you believe? We all believe in something, and perhaps you're asking yourself this question. My next guest is an explorer of consciousness. For over 30 years, he has been on the forefront in the fields of human potential, metaphysics, conscious evolution, healing, creativity, spiritual awakening, and cosmic intelligence. He recently wrote a book called Making Contact, Preparing for the New Realities of Extraterrestrial Existence. Please welcome Alan Steinfeld. Alan, thank you so much for joining me. Great to be with you, Andrea. Thank you. Thank you. So I always start the show with the question, what do you believe? Mm. Yeah, that is a great question because... Um, I always say belief is what we choose to believe, what we know is different. But as far as my connection to this book, I do believe that we are being visited by other beings and most of the planet is asleep or not interested or not aware that there's some bigger picture. I believe there is this bigger thing happening to us right now. So that's sort of a part of my belief. Right. So why now? I mean, you know, this has been a phenomenon for so long. And recently, as of late, we've had quite a lot of activity. Um, the recent 60 Minutes story came out last week. Um, the, the government is now, the Pentagon is now admitting that there has been sightings from several uh, pilots and military sightings. Um, and now they're saying that they will actually uh, have an investigation and and this is really happening. So why now? That is the question everybody's asking. And I do have some answers. I mean, they're things I believe. I don't know them. I, I have to also say this difference between belief and knowing. I mean, yeah. what I believe is that there is a fracture with inside the forces of government that have been wanting a long time to keep this secret. And something has disrupted that and maybe it's just time maybe and this is also what i believe that the ets whatever's out there whatever these things are are showing up in increasing numbers and it's no longer possible to keep the cat in the bag it really is a cat in the bag if you've ever had that experience so the cat is out of the bag. I mean, if you look at the 60 Minutes, the, the, the main guy who's been leading this kind of revolution in consciousness is Luis Alessandro. He worked for the government. He, he quit the task force that was there to investigate UFOs, UAPs, as they're now calling it. And he said, this needs to be on the public. He, he got a lot of flack. So he left the inside the Pentagon um, agencies and and formed his own um you know civilian organization and is coming out with the secrets and um mm. it's just time for the truth i mean you cannot cover a lie that we're alone in the universe that life is an accident and that um it's all meaningless for for long i mean it's been a couple of hundred years but now something's changing something's mm. changing in consciousness i think it's also the covid um crisis makes people think about the world differently that's some right. of my ideas yeah absolutely i mean between what you were saying earlier which i find is, is true between belief and what is and what we know 
in your book, can you talk a little bit about what you do know and your own experiences? Right. That's the thing about knowing. It's knowing comes from experience. You know, I could believe what you said that you may have been to the moon or wherever. And that's that's a belief. And I can choose to believe that or not. But belief turns to um, when experience comes in, that's where we go beyond belief into knowing. And I've seen ships in the sky. I've seen things in the sky. Not a lot. Maybe I've seen four or five strange objects and once in New Mexico where this light just appeared. It wasn't a plane. It kind of flashed on, was there for about 10 seconds until me and everyone in the group looked at it and then it flashed off. It was sort of getting towards, um, I guess, sunset. That was one experience in, in, in Arizona. I saw this little ship kind of um, kind of circle down towards me and this uh, people at this sweat lodge I was doing out there in Arizona. And, and then I had an experience that I have to say was more dreamlike. Mm-hmm. It was more uh, in an altered state, uh, like a dream state. And so I don't know what to believe about dreams or not, but these are dreams that I've had a few of them that I haven't forgotten. Most dreams you wake up in the morning and just kind of dissolve these, these experiences. Cause I think dreams are experiences have stayed with me for 30, 40 years. And I do write about that in my book. What, what I think happened as far as my contact experience. Mm, fascinating. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. So in your book, I mean, you, yeah, sorry. Don't, tell no, me. I was just wondering, have you ever had anything weird happen to you? I, I, don't, I have, actually. <laughs> I have, I have. have, you, I have. What have I'm just curious because it's like, you know, what have you seen weird things in the sky? You know, I, I, it's for me, the weird, I've seen comics and all that, which is like not weird, but I've mm-hmm. had more dream state experiences. I've had experiences where. Oh. Yeah, I felt that, you know, my body was levitating and I felt that, you know, there were things kind of taking over me and, you know, I felt, but, but that could be, I, I can't explain that, you know, I felt like paralysis of certain types, you know, in a dream state, but that could all just be that I was just in heavy REM. I don't know. I mean, was it aliens? Maybe. No, I, I don't know. But- I don't know if they were aliens, but I think, you know, this is my belief also that, you know, psychology has done us a great service, but it's also done us a great disservice in doubting our own experience. Like I, I think what's happened to you is these other realms you're connecting. And it's like, don't, and this is what I like to preach. If you want to call it preaching, don't doubt your experience. Yes. It may yeah. be something else, but it's also something that happened to you and me that I refuse to put into a box. So I think it's better to say, I don't know, than say, oh, maybe it was just this or this um, to make some explanation that just puts it into a box that we could put on the shelf and never look at. I think we have to examine these experiences and say, oh, maybe that was something that I I don't know what it was. So it's like that. Well, I agree with that. I mean, that's much like intuition, right? I mean, you either it's like the first thing that comes to mind is usually the right thing. So it's it's kind of, you know, mm-hmm. believing that you have your gut is telling you the truth. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And that something is real and maybe we haven't figured out what reality is 
all about in, in some form. Oh, yes, yeah, so we understand a lot of what the world is made of and how it's been created and all that, and which is great. I mean, we have to value science, but where science oversteps its reach, this is what we have to doubt. Like, oh, yeah, there are no they can't get here because they, they don't have the, we we haven't understood the technology that would get them through the galaxy. But obviously, I think there is a technology. So just mm. because science science will never admit it doesn't know. That's the difference between me and you. It'll always come up with an answer, a rational answer. But maybe this is not rational in the way we think of rationality. Right. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, it, you, you mentioned in your book, Making Contact, you say whether these visitors are extra, extraterrestrial, interdimensional, time travelers, or a combination of all three is still something that needs to be discovered. And yes. Yes. So in all of this research that you've done over the course of what, 30 years? What do you mm-hmm. believe the answer yeah. to be? Is it is it all three? I mean, what what do you? Because I, I'm just curious because I just loved that explanation of time traveling and all of that. It's just it's so fascinating. Well, yeah, it might be a combination of all three, but the other thing that I don't really talk about because um, because I can't explain it that it might be none of those things. It might be something we have no capacity to understand. So we're calling these aliens or time travel because it's like, oh, okay, I can understand aliens. That means like visitors from another planet. Okay, but maybe, and there's a whole like paranormal aspect to this phenomena that it makes them seem like it's more than just aliens or visitors. Guess what? We have company, you know, it's more than that. But it's not explainable. We need to expand our understanding, like I said, of reality. That's why I've called my program New Realities because it's about a world, about expanding a worldview. So what you asked me what I really think, I think mm, calling them aliens, let's say, is just the tip of an iceberg that gets in, us into inexplicable at this moment in our history and evolution mm. of a phenomenon that we have yet to really understand and cognize. But we are, evol- I mean, first we have to say what it is and then say what it's not. Is We have to put it on the map. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, if you're reading a map and you're in the territory, if it's not on the map, you're not going to look for it um in in the actual landscape so let's put something on the map and let's it moves like the ball down the field like in football you know like you're just it's not a touchdown maybe but it's like at least we're moving the the ball closer to the goal line and that's what i feel like this book does it doesn't have all the answers but has more answers than we've been getting from government right but we don't have the the ultimate answer, because we are evolving towards an awareness that um, we have yet to really fully form, if you know what I mean. I do. I do. But doesn't it feel, I mean, since COVID and, you know, the last few years, it feels like, like you said, we are getting closer. But in this stage in our evolutionary consciousness, but it feels 
aren't we seeing more and more people kind of waking up? So what is absolutely our empathy to our planet, to other people as a collective, but you know, just, I'm just curious, does that mean that we are getting closer or is it just something that is, you know, in, in my mind, is it the opposite? Do we, are we just no. completely out of touch and that's why they're coming? No, no, no. We're, no, I, I really think that's a great question. I think it's great to question these ideas. I think we are getting more in touch. We are coming together as a planet. I know there's still a lot of wars and awful things happening, but I think there are less wars. I think there are more awakening people to realizing, I mean, climate change, whatever you think that is, is real and it affects everyone. And I say after, let's say UFOs, climate change, or maybe climate change is number one priority here, but we need to see ourselves as one planet and we need to see ourselves as one species, no matter what color, race, religion, um, place in the world you're from, we are all human beings. Like, and, that, and that's what makes this phenomena bring us together in an even more uh, dramatic way because there's us and it's not against them, but let's come together and recognize that, you know, inside of us, we're all the same. We all have the same wants and needs and a bigger, a bigger need of human beings has always been to fight for freedom and the truth. Yeah. So what we need is the truth, whatever it is, whatever the government is not telling us, we need to, t we need for them to come out with it. It's like, they're treating us like little children, like, oh, we know, but we can't tell you. It's just so ridiculous, but whatever they know, and they know, I think, a lot, not as much as they think as they would like, because I think part of the problem is they don't have the answer. So but yes. they know more than they're telling us. So, yes, we need to have that public conversation. Yes, I that that I agree. I mean, you know, we, we, we should be let in on it at this point. It's it's been too long. Um, yeah, they're working for us. Government is, is is at the service of the people. That's the ideal. Of course, it's it's all been changed since, you know, right. whenever. But yeah. Right. So and at the but, frequency, but the, apparently that it's happening right at the frequency of these sightings mm -hmm. and these uh, these 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 experiences. I mean, it sounds like it's happening multiple times a day. Right. It's happening not only multiple times a day, it's like it's involving hundreds of thousands of people or millions maybe around the planet. And I think what you, the frequencies are increasing. So maybe this is why the government's saying, uh oh, we better tell them we better tell them or else someone else It's like, you know, talk your parents talking to their children's like, uh Oh, we don't tell them about sex. Someone else will tell them about yeah. it. <laughs> so it's right. like that we need to be. So I think they're trying to get ahead of the game, but I think maybe whatever's inside government is saying, or maybe even talking to these beings saying, look, you got to prepare the people. That's why I call my book preparing for the new realities of extraterrestrial existence, because we need something's coming this way. And this is an evolution. And it's like time we join the rest of the cosmos. Life is not an accident of creation. It's an emergent property. And so we need mm. to realize that. And right. this is going to, 
It's going to help wake us up to other things. How is it going to change our humankind and our planet? Right. I think every new stimuli that comes into our um, awareness helps open us up to a greater part of our own mind. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, we'll just take the Europeans. I mean, even though they kind of invaded North and South America, um, there was this, um, you know, uh, pulse, this evolution, this like impulse, like there was a new world. Sorry for the people who have already been there, you know, they didn't take that into account, but that European mindset, which sort of we're the inheritors of, although we're trying to integrate, you know, indigenous awareness. But, you know, I'm just saying this, this when new stimuli, new discoveries come into our awareness, there's this, um, there's this expansion in creativity and possibilities and science and, and other things that we actually can't even think of right now. So um, it has an indirect um, implications of um, waking us up to more that is possible and, and new theories, new ideas. Academia starts to expand. People realize that there's more to the, to the puzzle. We, we don't even know how life started. You know, the three hard questions of science is how did the universe begin? How did life begin? And how did intelligent life begin? And I think if we get some of those answers, mm. our science and our, mm, you know, obviously these ships and they're there, that I know, that's not a belief. There's something out there. They're not filling up their gas tank to get here. So let's say there is something like free energy. And let's say they, I'm just hypothesizing, they're, they're here, they show us free energy. Everyone can have a little device in their home. They plug everything into and they, you know, they get off the grid and just think of what a revolution that will be for everyone. Yeah, a lot of um, corporate America will be unhappy that they're losing billions, trillions in revenue. But mm. what about the evolution of the average person who doesn't have to be enslaved to 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 working for their energy needs and what if we could cultivate the deserts because we have free energy and and water that's abundant because we can desalinate the oceans although some people say that's not a great idea but i think look at the possibilities just on that level once we realize the greater science of physics that obviously these craft, if you've seen some of the things that have been out in the news, these objects are able to um, zoom out with no obvious propulsion, like that, instantly mm. from here, yeah. instantly out in space. So they're not doing this by um, some really combustible engine. There's another aspect of physics that they are drawing upon and mechanics that we have yet to understand. And I think it would be a great boost to civilization to have technology that doesn't enslave people, but frees them. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. What do you think the likelihood is that it's another country, that it's an aggressive surveillance technology? Well, I think that is an awful, awful excuse that people always bring up. I mean, they, I think that is, it's really insane. I mean, not saying your question, but it's just yeah. 
it's just ridiculous to consider. I mean, we have intelligence. I mean, I think so. Maybe we don't. But who are looking at technologies from other countries. And this is nothing like anything they that anyone has. We're sort of at the leading age, maybe Russia, China. But no, this is not from another country. This is, this is not from any technology we understand. If, you know... They couldn't contain the secret of the atom bomb. I mean, this if there was technology that humans had, then we would definitely know it. But no, I, I think that's a question. Okay, you can ask that, but I think it's sort of ridiculous to consider. This, okay. is, this is just something that government throws out. Well, maybe it's from another country, but no, right. it's, it's, it's not. And, 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 and if they stick to that story, they are deepening the lie that they began 75 years ago with Roswell. Yeah. What's been the it's one? Not. Right. Yeah. I'm I mean, just, I, I'm just I, telling you, Andrea, I know I listen, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. Um, what was the one thing that, well, I mean, my, my, what's the one thing that really stuck out for you in all these years of, of, you know, doing this research and, and, you know, hearing mm. stories and well, experiencing what's the biggest kind of mind-blowing thing the most mind-blowing thing you can share with us well story? thank you for that's a great question too is like like i've seen stuff in the sky like i was with a friend in new york who says he's a contactee and if you're back in new york i'm going to have a book opening a book party in june sometime and i'm going to invite some of my et friends there who people have had experience and he says i think they're here and he says look up and I did, I looked straight up. It was during the day, it was in Manhattan. It was way up in the sky. There were these little silver balls up there, silver something that were stationary. I don't think they were balloons. They were mm, way up there and they were just kind of hanging out for five minutes. And that's one thing. The other thing that I think I was really impressed with that as I got deeper into this, uh, subject uh, i started to meet people who were very intelligent they weren't flakes they weren't they, they weren't some hit from the from wherever saying oh yeah i think i saw something these were people who valued science and valued investigations and mm -hmm. understanding and they used their intelligence to look at a situation that was um beyond the the paradigm of what we Thing. So they were pushing the envelope to try to understand things in an expanded worldview. You know, people are trapped by their worldview and their brainwash and condition and their identity is so ingrained with their beliefs for your show. Uh, and, and their beliefs define them. But, you know, that's why the problems with like talking to people from different political parties or or saying you don't like someone's baseball team, people identify with what they, what they, um, what they know and what they yeah. like, and and they get stuck there. So what was happening in the UFO field was that there were people who weren't stuck in in a way of believing, and they were opening up the question about the nature of reality, and maybe it has more to do with what some of the indigenous people were thinking that. Um, that reality is not just linear, but it's it's holographic. It's it's larger, and maybe these 
ships and beings are coming in and out, but you can only understand that from a right brain approach, from an intuitive kind of feeling approach. And that's what a lot of people say when they're doing CE5s, which means calling in these ships that you have to come into a feeling sense yeah. in order for these things to resonate with us. Oh, I, I, I mean, I agree. I mean, I sometimes, you know, I, it, it, this I could talk about forever because I, I feel like I have that ability myself. Like I, I can go in and feel things that, you know, if I really channel that, I can go in and feel, you know, different energies of the planet. I mean, I know that sounds so crazy and it's just sometimes no, I talk about that on my show because it's not about me. No, it's about the we have to acknowledge, Andrea, we have to acknowledge those <laughs> gifts. If we, yeah, for sure, if you for don't sure. talk about it, yeah, people aren't going to know it's possible. So I'm encouraging you. Yeah. Well, thank you. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. I mean, I do believe that I, I do believe that, you know, when this does happen, it's not a scary thing. You know, I don't want to freak people out and I don't want people to be freaked out. And I'm sure you are the same. You know, it's, you know, you say, what do we do to prepare for this situation? There's nothing to do to prepare. I mean, I feel like it's, it's I, this is how I see it. I feel like they're there and they are so much more um, intuitive than we can ever imagine. And they already know what we're thinking. We're not, we, we, we should not be afraid. We just need to accept um and, and exactly that's, that's a yes. lot of right i mean you know a lot about things in life are acceptance you know you have you see it you have to accept it and then fit you know just don't let it freak you out so much it's like a, it's kind of just um a knowing right a knowing of something exactly that's there yeah yeah exactly thank you for saying that because and i think it's okay i mean giving you permission to talk about your intuitive experiences because this is sort of what we need to integrate um, into this bigger worldview, because I think that is a big part. I haven't quite put together all the pieces, but there is a kind of intuition and another way of knowing that is about this phenomena. And, and we have to include that part of our awareness. Why not? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think yeah, I feel that, um, you know, being in a, in a, being, you know, waking up to a more, you know, a, a different level of consciousness and empathy and, and energy um, is part of this process for sure, for sure. Um, and, you know, when you talk about religion or you talk about where God fits in and all of this, you know, that's a whole other question um because i don't i don't think that it's something that is the end of days that i'm sure a lot of you know evangel evangelical you know believers would 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 think um is happening i just i don't think it's a war i i, I don't i don't think it's good and evil i just don't see mm -hmm. that i don't see good and evil here i see that you know it's it's um like, like I said, it's just a, a knowing and an awareness of what is. And, and I agree in terms of the techno technological advances and all of the other things that we could learn from, um, from the species or from, you know, whatever it is, time travelers or, or what have you. Uh, because I, I definitely feel that I've also met people who have been able to time travel and you know, and see things. And if you are, you know, a psychic or a psychic intuitive or, you know. Absol um, you're absolutely right. This is about the expansion of our consciousness. It's not about 
little green men visiting us. I mean, maybe that's a little piece that just stimulates a kind of evolution, but it's about us. It's about opening up our minds to bigger realities. So yes. that's what we're fighting for here. That's what making contact is really about, making contact with ourselves, right. which is what you're talking about. Yes. I mean, that's the exciting part, right? That's exciting. It is exciting. It's not meant to freak people out, but I, but I think there's a lot of the worry and the, in the, you know, the skepticism of the unknown because it's scary, right? It's something that's well, incredible. Well, in a way, you, I, I, that's a belief. I think that people think the unknown is not actually scary because we're just projecting what we know onto the unknown. You can look at the unknown as full of excitement and wonder and possibility. It's not the known, which is where the fear is. It's the unknown where possibility and evolution lay. That's where it is. It's not in the known. Why project fear onto something you don't know? Because that's only what you know. Get. I mean, that's why I tell people it's not about fear. It's about discovery. Let's move into the unknown with wonder and possibility and awareness and adventure. This is what the unknown's about. It's not about fear. Yes, I love that. Oh, wow, that's amazing. This is such a wonderfully fascinating conversation, Alan. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I can't wait to circle back with you after this report comes out in a, in a few days, right? This report will come out. Well, in this is key. We're about on the brink of history. Well, we are. We're already, I mean, history is already, we're in we're in, we're crossing the threshold now, which is so amazing. We are at, at the threshold, moving into this other realm, this other world. You know, it is really a new heaven and a new earth that we're moving into. So you said that this is about the end of the world as we have known it. That's my belief. So you said, yes, it is the, what we have known of a limited reality and limited possibility and a very um, repressed history and confined is about to be exploded over the next years, maybe 100, 200 years into our true history of uh, cosmic beings. I know that's a little out there, but we're part of a bigger ecology that is not just an isolated um, little green planet on the edge of a you know isolated um, galaxy somewhere. There's something else here. And it's also sort of beyond aliens. It's about us. We're part of the cosmos. Yes. I mean, we hello. Yeah, <laughs> we are. We are part of the cosmos. It's so true. Yes. And, and we shouldn't be afraid of it. And I, and I love all of your points. It's wonderful. Thank you for being so open. I mean, I'm just asking the questions. I mean, I'm not saying I know, I mean, some of it I do sense and intuit like you, but it just seems like this is our next logical move. This is, um, this is where we're heading. I mean, our planet's too small right now. Um, we need new stimuli to activate um, a, a kind of way of life that will be good for everyone, not just the 1%, if you want to call it that. Absolutely. That's really what this whole thing is about. How are we going to move forward as a planetary civilization? 
Yes, yes. And part COVID has been part of this, hasn't it? I mean, do you, do you feel that it has or? Absolutely. COVID has prepared us for the unknown. Mm. I mean, it hasn't been pleasant. It hasn't been fun. But the sense of normalcy that we were living under for the last, you know, at least 50 or 100 years, even it's like, or maybe less, but at least in our lifetime, you know, like people, it's all shifted. And now I think we're ready. You know, it's interesting in the Middle Ages with those plagues after those, after the dark ages, there was a renaissance. So we have just been through a sort of dark age the last two years. And then maybe this is part of a renaissance in thinking and possibilities and discovery that the COVID quarantine has now opened us up to different relationships with each other and our families. Things have changed. I mean, yes, not always good, but ultimately it's been a movement towards something new out of normalcy. Normalcy is a confinement. So I think you're right. This has been a kind of COVID push mm. for better or worse. For better or for worse. Yeah. Well, I'm very But excited. for better, ultimately, except right. for the awful, you know, tragedies. Yes. Yeah. But yes. Yes. For I the mean, people that have so, lost their lives. Yes, absolutely. That's- yes. And relatives and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but I think as we come out of it, I think we'll start to have new structures, uh, new ways of thinking about the world and each other, and maybe even more compassion, you know, like after 9-11, everyone was really friendly in New York. Yes, I remember, of course, of course. I remember. There's a great joke, David, I just want to tell this great joke David Letterman said a couple of months after, you know, 9-11, he was saying, okay, We've been through this hard time. And now the mayor has said to New Yorkers, it's okay to give each other the finger. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> Just get back to normal that way. Yeah. But no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't mean to take the conversation down to that level. No, yes. no, no. It's funny. It is. But I mean, we love Letterman. But yeah, no, it's it's, it's true. It's funny. We were, we were in a very different space. And COVID also has brought. But then, but it was interesting how COVID, you know, because it was so infectious and we were just so, you, know, you had to really worry about another person it was a lesson for all yes to be um conscious conscientious of of Mm -hmm. other people um and it was that was that in itself was a great lesson so but this is a fascinating fascinating time yeah but maybe that whole thing has prepared us for something even stranger than a planetary lockdown maybe this is a planetary awakening maybe that's the next phase that that we needed to get out of this sense of normalcy and dullness and and routine to be ready for something unknown. Oh yeah. Wow. Well, I'm ready. I feel kind of ready. I know you are. <laughs> so look toward the sky wherever you are. Look towards the sky. Oh, yes, for sure. I will. Um, And everyone else do so. Alan, thank you so much. Your book is called Making Contact, and it is out now. Please buy it on Amazon, everyone. And uh, yeah, we'll keep everyone posted about your book signing. And um, I'm excited to release this podcast because this is just the timing is it couldn't be better. So 
Thank you so much for joining you me. Know, I just want to say one thing that I wasn't expecting all this timing to happen. I mean, I just had this idea. I was talking to the publisher and he said, let's do this book. And yeah. he didn't know about the timing, but it feels like there's a greater thing going on here about all this that, you know, this book is maybe a part of. Oh, I, I believe that this is, this is there. This is not just a coincidence. Yeah. So it's not right. a coincidence. Exactly. Oh, incredible. incredible. No, it's so exciting. I'm so happy to be part of this conversation with you and other Thank people. You. Just start to get them used to the idea that maybe there is more to reality. Maybe that's that's really what we have to know now. Yes. Yes. There there is. It's it's um well, thank you for doing the work and thank you for, you know, bringing this to the forefront and, and um, you know, doing all that you've done to, you know, educate people and, and bring this topic that, you know, some people or most people are very uncomfortable with. So thank you. But, but it will affect everyone and people are just uncomfortable with the unknown because they don't know what to expect, but maybe it's time to not be uncomfortable, but to be excited that we're coming into a new world that may not look like anything we have known before in a good way. In a good look way. So don't be, don't be fearful. Yeah. Yes. Don't be fearful. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's, to me, it's like, I, I just want, I, yes, it's, it's a big change, but I just, I just don't want people to get like, Oh my God, this is really, you know, I just, I think it's, um, I mean, what's scarier than death. I'm not scared to die. Cause yeah. I know where I'm going. You know, it's like I, I had right. to come to terms with that. So to me, it's like if, if there's other life forces out there, then, the, you mm. know, I'm not I'm not I know that I know where I'm going. I know where we I, I feel like I, I've already answered that for myself um, in terms of my mm -hmm. own evolution. What, what's scarier than death, uh, though? Exactly. But what I think is what's scarier than death is for people's world to be upset. Reality as people want to believe it is like they're the ground beneath their feet. And what if we tell people reality is not what they thought, mm -hmm. then, then they actually, because they're so identified with it, don't know who they are. So it's a reformulation of who we, each of us are, which might be a good thing also. Yes, absolutely. And, and maybe it'll show us that we are limitless, that we can do anything. And, you know, we're, yeah, I'm excited. Well, thank That's you. That's what the book is about. Oh, that really? is what I, uh, well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> it's, that it's, we are limitless. We are. Yeah. Yeah. See that? We are. We are. Right. It's just, it's our own minds that get, as we know, it is our own mm -hmm. negative patterns from our past life, our past lives, or our childhood, or whatever. Someone said a nasty thing to us when we we're in second grade that we believe and, right. and, and those things have impact. Um, mm -hmm. And it's getting over those, those, those belief systems. Um, and once we can do that, then we really can do anything. Um, so mm -hmm. yes, yes. I'm, I'm excited. So thank you so much, Alan, buy the book, making contact. And, mm -hmm. um, and I look forward to meeting you in person in New York. Thank you for listening to today's episode of What Do You Believe? Please remember to subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Spotify. We very much appreciate your continued support. Thank you.